You're listening to The Building Code. I'm Tom Houghton. I'm Paul Worth. And joining us today is Jared Pfeiffer from Revolve Design Build in Denver, Colorado. Welcome to the podcast, Jared. Howdy. 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 <laughs> Howdy. Howdy. Well, you know, the, the funny thing about Colorado and Jared, you can, you can take this, but there is a, there's definitely some farmland in Colorado. There sure is. There's ranches, right? Yeah. Besides Denver. Denver's all microbreweries and hipsters, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. And electric scooters. Oh, electric scooters too. Yeah. Okay. I feel like those are taking over everywhere though. They are. Oh, yeah. You know. Has there been a revolt in Denver for the re- electric scooters? Like, oh, people, yeah. There's people like throwing them? Well, howdy. Well, let's start off first just by getting to know Revolve Design Build. So tell us kind of your company stats, like what what projects you work on, how big is your team? Uh, Just give us the rundown to get our listeners familiar with you guys. Yeah, we primarily design and build new construction homes, Denver, Denver metro area. We like to build passive house. to the Passive House Standard. Uh, Myself and one other guy on our staff are both certified Passive House builders. Um, So we we push the high energy and performance of homes um, in our design. Um, But we do do all sorts of designs. Obviously, we're we're working primarily for clients, and so we're building their dream home. Nice. Um, So how long have you guys been in uh, business, Jared? We've been in business 13 years. So when you start, we're, we're going to talk about a spec home. That's going to be kind of the, the, the theme for this podcast. But when you started, can you talk a little bit about what types of projects you were looking for? What sort of got your foot in the door in the industry there? Yeah. Uh, getting my foot in the door was actually just doing remodeling. Um, I started loading trash, started framing, uh, started tiling, doing finished carpentry. And I said, man, I love this. I could do this the rest of my life. So mm-hmm. that's what I decided to do. Um, and just kind of built, you know, each year uh, added employees. And then, you know, being a design build firm is actually pretty early, like are pretty late, like the last four years. So we've been designing and building only for, for, for about four years now. Mm-hmm. So. And how's that changed your business? It's, it's been amazing because uh, just being in on that front end, we're able to actually achieve budgets <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, key projects on time, which has been I, – I love being in the driver's seat. Yeah, so the advantage of a, down, uh, a design-build company is just sort of that, that involvement from, from go, right? Does it correct? Does it give you an advantage when it comes to the sales process? Like, hey, I'm a design build firm, and otherwise you'd have to go to an architect and then another GC. Hmm. Yeah, we. Not everybody understands the value um, right off the cuff. You know, um, if it's their first home, they might not understand the value. Usually, if it's their second home, they always understand the value mm-hmm. of a design build firm, and that's usually from that experience of. You know, designing a house that costs too much to actually build and having to go back to the drawing board, redesigning, and then starting over again with the permit process. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now you're six months behind. So you're at framing and you wish you were moving in. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it seemed like a very important uh, transition for your business to go to design build. 
if there's mm-hmm. a listener right now that's a GC and they're sort of where you were four or five years ago, how does one get into design build? Is it as simple as hiring an employee that that does design, or or can you take us through a little bit of how you got there? Yeah, I think I think it would be um, just having a connection with an architect designer of some kind. So that could be in a subcontractor role, uh, just or like a partnership even, mm-hmm. um, or it could be in house where you bring someone on staff and begin drawing, you know, in the same room. Mm-hmm. So I, I took them. I took the method of hiring on in house, um, and we still actually go out to third party uh, architectural firms to get guidance as well and have mm-hmm. them come in, look at our plans. We're always trying to refine everything we do. So I think that's still important. Yeah. A lot of the more successful guests we've had on this podcast either cultivate really good relationships with architects locally for, you know, sort of that first part of what you were saying, or they bring it in house. And I think you could probably do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. I assume yeah. it's, I assume it's less overhead and less risk just to start cultivating those relationships in your market, them wanting to work with you, you wanting to work with them kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd say the other thing that sets our guests apart too, is that they're doing what you just mentioned at the end is that they're always looking for ways to improve their business. Um, Mm -hmm. and so we love clients like that who are always continuing to look to figure out, you know, there's gotta be a better way to continue doing this. You've got to, Mm -hmm. you've got to evolve. Yeah. Or revolve. Revolve. That's there you right. go. <laughs> yeah. Let's, that good. Uh, that's that's a question we ask a lot of guests, not all of them, because some are some names of businesses are pretty straightforward. Like John Smith Homes, not a lot of stories around uh, that yeah. when you talk to John. Yeah. Uh but can Give we talk us about a story? Yeah, what's the story behind the name of your business? Uh yeah, I didn't want it to be a last name, uh just so that it could be its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think I had this clear of a vision when I first started it, but now I feel like I do that my goal is to pretty much be like the Apple of our industry. So like Apple computers. Um, so when you see our logo, you can expect, you know, that quality of a home, etc. And so if I could like boil it down that simple, that's, that's what I would say. Um, and so I wanted a name that stood out like that, you know, that was unique um, and made people rethink. I like the RE and everything. I like any word that starts with RE for some reason. So <laughs> you're a big fan. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reopen. I bet I could probably rebuild. I could I could throw a couple of darts in that one. Yeah. I'm sure there's a yeah. couple of RE words out there you're not really happy with, but I digress. <laughs> uh, you do have a cool logo. We'll, we'll get you. We'll get a, a shot of your hat. Cause you got a camo hat with your R logo on there. I think it's pretty there it sweet. Is. So we'll yeah. take, we'll, we'll put that on the show notes page. Yeah. We'll also put links to all of your, you know, social media and website as well. So people can check it out. Um, let's continue on talking about what you guys are current, like one project you currently worked on. Uh, you decided to build a spec home. Um, it was your first one and we'd love to kind of, for you just to share your experience of what made you say, okay, now it's time to do a spec house. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that process like? And tell us about the end result. Sure. Yeah. Um, we had done a few like fix and flip, like home remodels and a few additions for some other investors. You know, we, we kind of pulled away from that because um, their focus is always, it's always money. <laughs> how cheap, how cool can we make it look on the outside for how cheap? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so I, 
I pulled away from that and focused on working for clients, building their dream homes, doing high quality work. Um, this home popped up in a nice area in Denver. That's a real hot area. And, uh, it was the perfect scrape. It was just pretty much condemned. And so we, we said, Hey, what would it look like if we built our own house, sold it in this area? I bet we could do pretty good. Um, I've done it for other investors, but it is outside of my comfort zone, but I'm a risk taker. So sure, let's do it. Uh, so we, uh, we took on that project and we also wanted to just take something from start to finish all in house, buying the property, scraping it, designing the home, getting it through the building department, building the house and then selling it. So we did it all in house, um, just to kind of get the full experience. Yeah. And there's obviously there's areas that it's like now I, I felt the investor's pain when I had the budget to work with. I'm like, now I understand yeah. <laughs> uh, why we have to make some sacrifices here and there yeah. um, on the design, you know, and so, or pulling back square footage, those sort of, those sort of calls. But it was nice to be in the driver's seat and be able to, you know, make those calls and just decide what was important to us. Awesome. Um and so how long did, the, if you don't mind sharing, how long did the process take from buying the property to having it ready to go? If you don't mind kind of giving the behind it, the curtain look at that. Yeah. We bought the property in, um, I think March is when we made the offer of 18, uh, closed on it sometime in April. Uh, we began design and then began, you know, the demolition process um and then we broke ground in the fall and then we wrapped it up uh like last week of may okay of this year so and you guys are calling it the techno barn is that right yes and i can't take credit for it uh the neighbors pin that name uh the neighbors to the north <laughs> they said we really like the techno barn you guys built. And I said, I'm going to use that. Yeah, perfect. Let me write that down real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Heck yeah. So, uh, so part of the appeal, just to just recap, so part of the appeal for you was for you and your team to get this holistic look at start yes. to finish how to do a job and maybe get some experience in some areas of the business that you don't, you didn't have yet. Mm-hmm. And then also, yeah. you know, what can we do with it with our own vision and, Will this mm-hmm. thing sell? Will we make money? Those are all sort of like gambles, right? Yep, for sure. So for the listeners. Yeah, did it, did it pay <laughs> off? Did you did, sell it and did you make any money? Yeah. We did sell it and we did make some money. There awesome. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Didn't make as much as I thought we could. <laughs> sure. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't as profitable as we thought. Um, but we didn't lose and we the experience we gained from it, I think is priceless. So, yeah. you know, we got to also sit in the seat that our clients sit in. And I think that's a really important seat to be in, mm-hmm. in our industry too, is to understand what the clients go through, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so, that, that's, that's an, sorry, Tom, that's an okay. interesting way to, to look at it. Nick from uh, NS Builders talked about this in one of our episodes, which is, you may not have to make money on every job, but you're learning lessons that in a mm-hmm. year or two will help you make money on jobs. It's almost like an investment in the business 
Um, yes. Obviously, you want to make money on every job. Like you want to stay in business. But when you don't make money or even when you lose money, if you look at that through the lens of what we learn, we're not going to do that next time, then it, mm-hmm. in some ways, it's, it's sort of an investment, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So would you would you do it again now that you've kind of gone through the whole process? Yes. Definitely, huh? Definitely. Okay. And then I guess maybe you could give some takeaways of like what you learned, like one or two takeaways that you learned that you're like, okay, if we did it again, this is what we would change for next time to try to make it easier or better. I think I would like to actually take more of a risk and go even more high performance. Mm-hmm. Um, we were concerned we wouldn't get the ROI on that. Um, and so we we kind of kept it somewhat just builder grade. Mm. And so I, if I did it again, I think I would actually take that risk. I think with everyone we had show up to our open house at the end and kind of the traction it made and impact it made on everybody there. Um, I think everyone received a lot of the minor high performance things that we did really well. And I think people are understanding that more and more, and so I was just, you know, this being our first one, I was like, I'm not going to go all the way to the other side. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Say, you know, um, so. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking online. You, you mean the builder grade as it relates to probably insulation and some other stuff you're doing, but interior, the interior, the finishing and things like that, that's by no means builder grade. It's very like high end. It's got like a modern, modern sort of look to it. The design for sure was yeah. the, was the design in house by somebody within your business or did you sort of outsource mm-hmm. that part of it? Yeah, that was in house as well. So we have my wife actually does interior design, um, and so her Convenient. and I actually worked on it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah that worked uh, out well. Yeah, <laughs> she she did an awesome job. It's very appealing. Yeah. I, I did have one question, and obviously we'll throw the link up there. It's called the Denver Mod House. Is that correct? Denver Mod Haas. Yeah, see, and that's my question. Okay. <laughs> so at what point does a house become a house? Haas. 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 Yeah. H O U S E to H A U S. Well, it's the German word for house. Um, okay. But, it, you know, the, the passive Haas standard. Exactly. Um, oh, came from it's the, kind of this oh, yeah. new. It's true. You know, everyone's pushing passive house you know, usually uses that kind of phrasing. They, they push the Haas, the German house word, you know? Yeah. We, uh, we, we spent the whole episode, episode 34 talking about passive houses. So, uh, if you want to learn more about passive houses, go check out that episode, little shameless plug there. I believe we talked about (laughs) Germany in that. We did. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about the origins of it. So, uh, our listeners should hopefully be familiar with that. It's a great trend. I'm curious to know if you could pick one high performance trend that you would that you feel like you're seeing a big ROI on, what would, what would that be? Mm, good question. Thanks. In Colorado, I would say solar. Mm-hmm. We have probably the most sun of all the States, um, year round. Yeah. So it's interesting. I just read that Zillow did a study of all the homes and homes that have solar in themselves for at least 4% more than ones that don't. So when you're kind of calculating those Mm -hmm. ROI, uh, the ROI Mm -hmm. on actually putting it on your house, that's a good number to kind of have in your back pocket. Yeah. Especially in California, you wouldn't have rolling blackouts. Yeah. You'd you'd be the popular neighbor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Party at your house. Hey, come and bring all your refrigerated goods to my house. (laughs) I'll take 10%. And that's, (laughs) that's probably a little more energy 
uh, answer sure. versus like performance. Uh, if I just if I had to pick one, I would say Windows. Okay. Um, triple pane, you know, you've passed the file standard Windows. Um, there's a local company here in Boulder uh, called Alpen Windows, and they they do amazing an amazing job, and everything's acclimated to the climate as well. So sure, that helps for sure. Yeah. We'll put a link to those guys in the show notes as well, so you can take a look at them there. The show notes? The, the show notes. Yeah. What is that link, by the way? Buildertrend.com slash podcast. Because I, I think we say show notes all the time, but for all of our thousands of new listeners every week, yes. we want to read. We want to. You can find the show notes. Service. There you go. Buildertrend.com slash podcast. Jared, you've been a, uh, a Buildertrend client, call it six years, like um, since 2013-ish. Um, what's your experience been? Um, and sort of has this... Has it, has Billiton always been a part of your 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 business operations process, or did you gradually like sort of make more and more of it, or can you kind of give us a, just a little rundown of that? Yes, I'd say Billiton created our process. Um, I didn't have one until we started using Billiton, um, and so by not already having a process in place, I think it helped us to be all in with mm-hmm. Billiton. Mm-hmm. So we use it for every aspect. Um, there's some areas, you know, we don't, we don't use to the full extent, mm-hmm. like surveys. I feel like we, we lack on getting that, you know, post-construction surveys out the door and, and, and all that follow-up work. So there's some areas where we, you know, are heavily in, but we're all in as yeah. far as it's, we run our business on it. So that's awesome to hear. we take a lot of, um, a lot of pride and we understand how important that is. And, you know, I think, in general, you talk to any one of our thousands of users, like nobody's using 100% of build the and that's okay. I do think that it, you made a really good point, though. I mean, I would say 90% of the businesses we speak to before they use build the don't have a process at all. They have a mm-hmm. thought. They, they have a way of mm-hmm. doing things, but yeah. sort of a concrete... I, I always say this to somebody. If you were to hire somebody tomorrow, how long would it take you to explain how to do things? that your business does, right? Like it would take a mm-hmm. long time if you don't have like a central place like Builder Trend. And that's what, what Builder Trend does. It's not perfect by any means, but it does give you that one central place to say, that's where we schedule. This is where you put your daily log, add photos here, look for documents there, send a message here. And it really boils down to that, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's great. And obviously I was out there actually a few months ago. I actually have been inside you the could- passive Haas, Haas. The, the mod Haas. Haas. The Germans. Uh, yeah, which it was beautiful. Um, and we did a little video with you about uh, your integration with QuickBooks. So we'll make sure we put yeah. that in the show notes as well, just because obviously you, you guys, guys are friends. using QuickBooks. Yeah, we're friends, Jared and I. We go way back. Wow. We go way back. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> BFFs. We got to have you to build a university in Omaha. Yes. Yes. Come please. have a beer. You got to come out. Learn. Yeah. We'll talk. Bring a, bring a few of the guys. We'll, from pa- the office. we'll passively talk. Has anybody ever made the joke of like aggressively? <laughs> Aggressively passionate about passiveness. <laughs> aggressively passive. Passively aggressive about passive houses. I'm, re- I'm really uh, aggressively into passive housing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, There's a little bit of a... Yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody's made that joke. <laughs> Probably because it's not very good. <laughs> you, you said it, not me. We'll go ahead and cut that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think there is a joke there somewhere. I there just is. We just didn't find it. I got to workshop Maybe that. next time. I got to workshop that. Yeah, we'll work on it. Up. That's good. Uh, awesome. Well, that that 
uh, we, we covered a lot here. So thanks for sharing your experience with us, Jared, about the spec house. Again, congrats on selling it. That's awesome. We thanks. look forward to seeing the next one. We'll be following along on social media. And if you want to as well, listeners, check out the show notes page because we'll put a link to their social media accounts in there. You can follow them on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Jared, do you guys have your next uh, lot or house picked out? We don't. I'm okay. looking at several right now, but we're not, you know, not, not any offers yet. All right. We're going to follow you on Instagram, myself, Tom, producer Kaylee, and the listeners. And I want you to name the project and let's do like Instagram stories every, every week so we can like follow along. Yeah. It'd be like a little, you know, a little TV, adventure a little together. Yeah, yeah. We'll do it together. I like it. Cool. Good stuff. All right, Jared. Thanks so much for your time. Hey, thank you guys. All right. Appreciate you. Thanks. Love what you heard? Don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast so you can hear from more guests that will benefit your business. Also, please check out our show notes page for more information on what we discussed on this episode. You can find it at buildertrend.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Building Code. Appreciate you.